Hey there guys, Norman Sanzo here. Just want to let you guys know that this episode is a bit derpy because the sound quality is not that good. I tried my best to make everything perfect but you know how it is. When things wants to go wrong, it goes wrong. But just a few things to say before I let the episode play. Uh, the Friendship Express was awesome and amazing. I would like to give out a personal thank you to Daniel Anthony, Charlie, and also Mills, and also all the volunteers that were there at the con. You guys were amazing. You guys were the best. And I hope you guys do this again next year. You guys are amazing. So anyway, I'll say my goodbyes here and let you guys listen to the whole show. I'll see you guys later. Bye-bye. A podcast celebrated its third anniversary. For anything to go into three years, it's amazing. Anything. Whether it's a project, you know, a magazine, a blog, three years is amazing. And not a single week has this podcast missed an episode. Every Saturday without fail recording, every Tuesday the episode will come out. You can find this on iTunes, you can find this on streaming radio, you can find this on Twitter radio. I'm talking about the MBS show. A podcast that started by my good friend over there, Norman Sanzo. Started. And uh, we'll hit on up and we'll talk about it. We'll let you know and we'll take questions from any of you about it, alright? So hello everyone, I am Norman Sanzo, host for the MBS show. Um, the MBS show. <laughs> finally you get to see the face behind the voice. <laughs> so uh, the MBS show is a podcast by Google And well, we try to move along to anyone else who's interested in listening to me ramble on about homes. It is by far the longest running Malaysian Brony project out there. And um, uh, I'll give you a little bit of a brief history on our next subject. Basically, the, uh, the MBS show started in January in February of 2012. And uh, this happened when Norman and I did a little podcast inspired of other Brony podcasts such as uh, Bronyville, uh, Electric Brony, the um, Brony Time was not there yet. Uh, there were a few others as well going on. And I thought, why don't we try this in Malaysia? So Norman started it. He put up a, he made a SoundCloud account, he put, put the audio there and said, let's see how far this goes. And um, a month, few months later, I joined in and I said, hey, 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 we're doing a good job. Let's take you to iTunes. Let's take this, let's take this all the way. So I sent the application over to Apple and about a couple of weeks later, we were accepted into the store and the MBS show was listed on iTunes new and, new and noteworthy for about two weeks. I think two weeks. You were on iTunes new and noteworthy. And uh, now, three years later, 150 episodes later, we're here. So now we're coming up. We're on episode number 158. So, sorry that, ladies and gentlemen, because well, one of the few facts of the MBS show is we derp a lot. We derp a lot. We fix a lot of things in post. Yes. And doing live shows is not one of our fortes. So, uh, let's be try live. Yeah, true. So anyway, um, 
this was done face to face. Norman went face to face with Gabriel Brown to do that interview. Oh, true that, true that. And also we interviewed people from the show, from Michelle Krieber, the voice of Apple Bloom, and the singing voice of Sweetie Belle, Amy Kitty Rogers, the person who wrote the episode. She's an awesome gal. And Heather Breckel, colorist for the IDW My Little Pony Comics. And we've been active for three years with over 150 episodes and counting. If this goes out, this will be episode number 158. So, yay! Yeah, three years, long time. Uh, you remember three years ago, you wanted to go for a Brown convention, the nearest one was in Manila. Well, then, I'm insane and went to Buck. I'm more insane and I organized one. Yeah. yeah, it's like, you, you go to the convention, I brought the convention here. Yeah, I don't know, I mean, Buck was one thing, but, whew, I am I bankrupt now. So, what shows do we have, like... Obviously, we have a talk show where we interview people, so let me just run down here. For now, we have two shows, the main episode and the review show. The main episode features the host, me, and my co-host, and guest of the week. The review show features me, James Cork, and Silver Quill, and sometimes guest hosts. And for the main show, it's basically a show where we interview, say... Dan here, and we talk to him about how he started the con and whatnot, and then we roll into news time where we talk about the news. Sometimes we talk about why this happens or how things are, and sometimes we think about why are people so childish in terms of they are complaining about Twilight being a princess and whatnot. That sounds like Saturday Night Live, you know? Yeah. Break down the drama and bump up the football. <laughs> and for the review show that started about last year, this one is a bit special where we review episodes, we talk about them, we break them down and see what we like and dislike about the episodes. But since season 4 has finished, we got nothing to review. So we move on to comics, the IDW Mazzarone comics. And I invited Silver Quill on as a full-time guest for the review show. And we have been bringing in a storm of reviewing where we talk about comics and whatnot. And some people think that comic books, like especially for ponies, is not good, not fun, it's just silly. But honestly, these comics from IDW are really awesome and you guys should go and read it if you can. So, what do we have planned for the future? Well, most obvious one is gathering more guests on the show. That's like a weekly commitment. It's like, sometimes Norman would ring me up on a Friday night and like, damn, you know what I'm going to do tomorrow? What are you going to do? And uh, it's quite interesting how sometimes we actually pull guests out on really, really short notice. In fact, we had a, a guest on one of the episodes here, Feldo, who's the founder of NLP Forums, which is an online burning community based in Canada. And um, basically what I just said to him was, dude, are you free? Do you have about... Um, one hour of your time. So we have one hour of your time. Is that, um, we've got family stuff going on, but I think time is pretty good. Bang, we just had a guest on call for the episode five minutes before it began recording. We're, we're, we're nuts like that. Yeah, so, sometimes episode like that can be nuts because who is this guy? Then do you know? He's your friend, right? <laughs> then, but he's your friend. Yep. 
So it's But that's why I find it's magic, because suddenly you both are friends. True, 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 true that, true that. So second thing on agenda is going to conventions. So as for now, the only convention that I can go to is locally. Oh really? Yeah, really. I mean I, I am broke. I have no money after buck. Okay. Did, did you know how the swag I brought home? Like my god, my wallet no no. You know I'm living under a bridge now? Oh really? What? Yeah. Golden bridge? Yeah, I wish. But the next thing is doing a show live and streaming. Um, I've been hanging around a lot of Picardo artists and they stream a lot and the interaction that they have between fans and artists is really awesome and I want that for myself. Call me greedy but that is really fun to experience. And lastly, starting a gaming channel. It's nothing so serious, it's just me derping around, playing games and having fun. And you think you're derping around I get scared. Because when you dub around, I must dub around even more. Lah. Hey, then, you and me, left for that too. Yeah, exactly. You were looking at left for that, I was looking at the blue screen of that. <laughs> well, but, so, Daniel believes in friendship is magic. And I believe that we have friends that we want to promote. So, friends of ours that you should take a look at is, uh, look at and follow is, I'm Bruni and Proud. At the Twitter handle, uh, wow. IBAIP show. Yeah. Okay. He, he's a wonderful guy. He started off slow and worked his way up now. And currently, he will be played on Cantalot Hill, the new channel that replaced uh, uh, Evergreen Network. Yeah. Uh, in case no. you all don't know, Evergreen Network has uh, officially ceased operations as of uh, January 1st, 2015. And they have passed over Everfree Radio, which is one of the longest-running Brony radio channels in the world. I mean, uh, Celestia Radio being them, of course. But uh, one of the longest-running Brony radio channels in the world is now the Catalog Hill. Yep, true that, true that. And after that is Team OK, because Team OK is a... Uh, Cherry Luck. Yeah, <laughs> but it's actually a charity group where it's run by Bronies, for Bronies, or for whoever. We gather every week, we help people who are in need. Join, we band together and help. And these guys are okay, and you should follow too. And the last few is Ponyville Live. They're the first online radio station that help us get online and get us more viewers. Without them, we won't be here with the numbers that we have. Yeah, definitely. Ponyville Live is a, is a fantastic platform. It's like a... Imagine, it's, it's like astral for brony content, almost, in a sense. When you get tuned in, and maybe more like Netflix. You get to choose what you want to watch and you see what's playing on each channel. It's really, really something awesome. And last but not least, Equestria Daily. Yes. In particular, this one goes out to you, Calpain. Because Calpain was our official point of contact for the Friendship Express. And he helped us get our announcements up on Equestria Daily. And I hope, I, I'm pretty sure some of you all would have seen these announcements. And um, if you saw an announcement on ETD for this event, and if that's the reason why you're here, that's fantastic to hear, and Calpain, we owe that to you. Calpain, I'm calling you out. Why I didn't see my promotion for this? And we move on to the last part, where Q&A. Feel free to talk to us your questions, and we'll try to answer them. Yeah, uh, basically, the MBS show, after three years of running, we've seen some stuff. We've seen a lot of stuff. 
we've seen um, how some people can be difficult on air, we've seen how people are nice on air, we've seen how people can't shut up on air, we've seen people who don't know how to talk on air. So we've, we've seen a fair share of the fandom and um, it took us a while but after about the second year we started to run our local people to interview. So um, we started to expand a bit more, start to look overseas, start to find bronies who are in the woodwork or sometimes those that are known and get them onto our show. And uh, we find interesting little bits of information like, did you all know that Assertive Fluttershy was born in Malaysia? The brony musician Assertive Fluttershy was born in Malaysia, he's staying in Canada. I didn't know that. Did you all know that the Ponyhoof Facebook plugin was coded and built by a Malaysian? That was episode two. Yeah. And there's a lot more stuff that has been built by Malaysian bronies and we're, we're putting it up on the net and we're putting it out there, you know. It's, it's, it's in a way we're going the whole, we're, we're carrying the whole Malaysian bully spirit. But we're also, we also want to bring out a lot of bronies who are in the fandom who need the attention, who, who should garner more attention. So, uh, if you have any questions for us or perhaps even a suggestion or request or if you want to know how we work, what we do, or how a regular show goes, just feel free, feel, feel, feel free to ask us. Anybody questions? Yeah, don't be shy. I mean, we are used to dishing out questions day in, day out, so now's your turn. Yeah, it's true. We like to talk, and sometimes if we don't have a topic to talk to or talk about, it's kind of hard for us. And we, we can ramble one with one, but you really want to see the guy ramble for what? Um, uh, isn't that what we do every week? <laughs> <laughs> so, then why don't you go down and hunt for people? I mean, look for people. Alright, alright. So, uh, first of all, I'd like to know how many of you here listen to the MBS show on iTunes or anywhere? How many of you actually know about the show? How many of you are aware that the MBS show exists? Alright, okay, we've got one more. We've got a few guys. The people who know that the show exists. Um, okay. Uh, we understand that in Malaysia, podcast culture never really caught on. A lot of people don't know what this particular button on the iPod does. I think they just even explain it. So the thing is, when we opened up and started the adult podcast culture here, it was difficult. So prior to joining the MBS show, I had my own podcast. I did a podcast in my university called the Lion Podcast. And uh, it was an experimental ground for me to learn about the industry, how podcasting works, how we can uh, take content and streamline it in a different way. And it's also an experiment to see, um, okay, there's a difference between a blog and a podcast, the difference between a blog, difference between a YouTube channel and a podcast, the difference is that a podcast is mainly audio. And uh, the purpose of doing things like this is that you can deliver content to people and they can take it, you can listen to it while driving or going for a job or something like that. And that's how we adopted a podcast model here. So, um, we're actually going to enlighten you a bit because uh, I don't think many questions coming out. So here's uh, something that we would like to enlighten you all on. Getting to the MBS show is very easy. First of all, uh, you can listen to all the podcasts that are embedded in the website, the mbsshow.com, correct? Yes, yes. Uh, another way to do it is you can log on to iTunes and you can own an, any Apple device um, that, is, that has Wi-Fi. That's like your iPod, touch, iPhone, and iPad, uh, going all the way to the Macs, and even on uh, iTunes or Windows. Just as for the MBS show, look at the podcast section. You can see the album art that looks like what you see the background up there. It's the latest 2015 update of the album art. It reminds me of Gorilla Dealer Days. And uh, you can listen to the episodes it's completely free. Podcasts are completely free. You don't charge a cent for this. And Norman has an interesting policy with the podcast that, you know, he told me this. We do this for free. 
We did it for free. So we don't collect money, we don't collect donations and stuff like that because we want to do something for the community. And that's how we do it. We give back to the community and our listeners become the payment that we really want. So, the only reason why I don't take tax from the people is because I don't believe it's right. Because we as producers or people like us who take other people's work or take other people's idea and think it's our own and sometimes take money and whatnot, it's truly not fair, it's not right. So, what I do is I do it out of love, I do it out of dedication, I do it out of sanity. And um, also, the MCS show has been trying to get a panel at previous conventions. There have been a few conventions in the region, and this is the first time we managed to secure a panel at an event. And, uh, you know, forgive us for any judge that we might have here. I mean, it's a, it's a weekly thing, so your forgiveness is already going to set it for me. So, the MCS show has been uh, part of um, culture within the Malaysian growing. It started off because the primary Malaysian growing group is MBS. Then again, people come to us and ask us, what does the MBS and MBS show stand for? Is this the Malaysian Dodi Show? That won't make sense. It's the Malaysian Dodi Show Show. <laughs> so, what happen? How do we answer that question? Look, the original show meaning was supposed to be the Malaysian Dodi Show, or at least some sort of generic title, as in, Malaysian Dodi something or Dodi. I don't know, it was hard to find a name. And originally, I was activating and yes for those who know what a yes is. So, I just took the monitor in and, you know, said, yeah, this could be fun. I took local people, so I just put it the NDS show. You know, even thinking about what happens if I go far. It is this thing, so you, you, you always find these kind of people and they'll say that it, it, Norman tells me this all the time, he said three years ago, I went up there and said one day you're going to be, you're going to have a tour 300 episodes, 150 episodes on iTunes, he would call me mad I'm yet to hear him call me mad yep, okay, good, that's the first time yeah, thanks <laughs> and, uh, and, and it's the same thing that happens to a lot of growing projects out there a lot of growing projects have grown way out of the process and become huge, let's go with a simple example BronyCon in America, in Baltimore, Maryland. BronyCon had a simple, but a simple uh, grassroots in, in New York City. In a hotel room, less than 5% the size of this place. It was so small, it was so grand. They didn't have a stage. They had a table and they had a panel on that table. They had one day, a Saturday, in a little place called, uh, in a little hotel in New York City. There were people standing at the back. The turnout was fantastic. And they knew that they had to grow. Fast forward to 2014. BronyCon had moved all the way from New York City to Greater New York and then far down south to Baltimore, Maryland, to the Baltimore Convention Center. They are now regarded as a tourism highlight of Baltimore. In Visit Baltimore Year, like uh, Visit Malaysia Year, Visit Singapore Year and all this, BronyCon is highlighted as one of the Visit Baltimore events. And the convention last year reached five figures worth of attendees. 10,000 Bronies from all over the world were attending BronyCon. 
that how big it has become. Now, with this kind of event, you know, with the French Express, the reason, you know, we can't really reach that level is because we're quite far, we're quite, we're quite far. It takes a certain degree of pop culture to know about this. But even the MBS show came about because within this little, little island in the middle of nowhere, this little accidental line that God drew out of Asia and suddenly became Malaysia, is, um, how do you say, we are, we are a small community. But that doesn't mean we're a quiet one. That doesn't mean that nothing happens here. Things happen here. Maybe not big. But these things have potential. These things can grow. They become so big. Like, just look at things like Tony Hook. Tony Hook has over a million installs on the internet. A million Chrome browsers running Tony Hook. A million Firefox browsers running Tony Hook. He didn't make it for Internet Explorer that upset me because I'm an IT fan. Yeah, IT fan. So, he didn't know and didn't expect it to become that big. But we give people like this, like this kind of stage to stand on. We gave people like Niels. Niels is another great example. Niels had a YouTube channel for a few years. A couple of years back, a game called Kara Karaoke is Magic came out, built on the UltraStar platform. It is an open source variant of Star for the Nintendo Wii. And he suddenly messaged me and he said, I didn't know someone took his song from his YouTube channel, input it into the game, and made it a distributable copy. So it's a game, a karaoke game, had a Malaysian drone song on it. Fun fact. Sometimes they don't ask. No, it, yeah, but it's not that you see your ass anyway. But it's a shocker. He wasn't upset at it. He was like, wow, people are actually, you know, look out for these things. And there are things that do. I talked to talk to Rick. Rick, I still remember. He's the guy who gave a message. I personally and talked to him about the whole education, how he did it, and what goes through to doing it. And sometimes it's just a matter of let's do this and they ask us to remove it to do it with Yep, and then maybe there's a thing that fights with magic. Even that was done, and then, you know, somehow some these projects know that they've got a project coming up, you know, they know they're going to die one day, and so they're going to come back But they still do it anyway. So it's a labor of love for the fandom. And likewise, in this region, um, people have told us, many times, people like me, and have told us, like, why are you going to do a bird convention here? Why? Why are we going to do one in Malaysia? There's no future here, like, it's not, not going to happen here, it's not going to pick up, blah, 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 blah. It's not going to be back for us. So, last year, in fact, two years ago, I got an email uh, from somebody asking me if I wanted to be part of the community for a Singapore Growth Convention. I said, why are you Singapore? And uh, that's the moment I thought, okay, I'll give this a shot. Why not? You know, Singapore's close enough. 17 million by Asia. So, I, I, I hopped down there and gave them a hand with what became Tesla University Reloaded 2014. And that was a surprise for all of us. The turnout level of 115 attendees. Fantastic for a little red dot called Singapore. Tiny little dot down there. 115 attendees at its first growing convention. Fantastic feat. And in fact, we decided to even bump it up. December last year, we had an open growing art festival called the Kalkia Slash. Unfortunately, we got stepped on by the name. <laughs> so it didn't turn out so well. And then that's when I decided to come, to come home 
I mean, I never, I never left the Singapore, but I came home after that and I thought, you know, we got together and we said, why don't we try this here? Just try it. We've got a lot to do. It's not like we have nothing to do. So we said, let's try. Let's give it a shot. Let's see if the Malaysian Burns will come. And here you all are. And um, I would have to say that projects like the MBS show carry through with this idea. They help people like us, the Committee of the Friendship Express. They help people like uh, Temple University. They help people in the region reach the global audience. The MBS show has a better help. So, how many people are here? There we go, 370 subscribers from all over the world listening to perhaps every week or every other week. She's not live, she's going to say whatever they want. So, 370 subscribers, 350 people are hearing us. Fun fact on YouTube, the most recent country is the US, and second to do that is Malaysia. So, there we have it, the United States of America can finally see what Malaysians are doing. People, they, they, we have been able to get a voice out from this country. And we know a lot about it. We put up a lot of work for this. We put through, I mean, the thing is, you know, I, would, I, I honestly thought maybe the MBS show would survive the 100th episode. And uh, because after the 100th, it's really hard to keep up. It's really, really hard to push up after the 100th. The 100th episode of any podcast is a fantastic achievement. But after the 100th comes the real challenge. Because you know the next milestone is 500 or 200 or whatever. It's, still, it's a long way off. But we're halfway to 200. We're more than halfway. We're 158 episodes too. And this is because the loyalty that has been shown in this is that he just doesn't give up. It's not... It's, it's very easy to give up in a, in, a, in a growing community that is saturated with, um, you know, not just saturated, not even saturated. It's very fast. It's very scattered out. And a lot of people on MBS were complaining about this event. They're complaining about the Central Express, saying why is it not in Kelantan? Why is it not in Penang? Why is it not in Sarawak? Why is it not in Johor? Why is it not in, you know, not even better? Why is it not in Kapok? Why is it not in Bujang? Why is it not in KL? Why is it not in Gomba? You complain about Gomba, is But, um, we, we do, we do what we can at our capacity. I'm a, I'm a KL boy. In fact, I live in FS2. I live in nearby. You know, you throw a stone outside the property and we go. That's how near I am to this place. I, I grew up in this town and I've known this place for a long time. And when the community got together, we said, let's look at the options we have. Much like how the NBS show looked at it in East South of Jesus Field, all these things that we look at this. Now we looked at all this and we found the best place to be here. Because uh, the price of the space as well. And um, how do you say, when it came to the MBS show, we have, it, it's actually the mindset that I would say I learned from you guys. I learned from Norman. What I learned from Norman is that how we actually chose what our weapons of choice were. The inner workings of the MBS show is really simple. It uses a hosted MP3 file, and we link it to IP for them to aggregate and turn it into the podcast. And we have a lot of choices. You can use SoundCloud, you can use YouTube, you can take that. Or those other solutions, or uh, there are a few more professional podcasting platforms that try to bomb or something like that. But what we decided to do was build our own, and that's the beauty of a lot of things that are Malaysian made in, uh, in the Roni family as well. They're built from the ground up. 
Before prior to Pony Hook, there was a cold plugin called Pony Fire, which got me into trouble at university. Because it changes everybody to every pony, anybody to any pony. So I happily copy paste one article that day. Oh my god. Actually, Daniel, you just downloaded an article about ponies. I was looking for an article about humans. But it just developed from things like that. And uh, in Malaysia, we, we pride ourselves on taking things that are not ours <laughs> and somehow turning it to ours. So that's what happened with the NBS show. We took ideas from perhaps uh, a lot of it, I think, was inspired by Gordon Girl, correct? Some of it. Originally, I was inspired by the Disney podcast back then, but it didn't have been said any time. So I was still into podcasting. And Goni Girl was there, so I thought, hey, this sounds fun, listen. And I thought, hey, I could do this, now I don't have friends. Until February of 2012, February of 2012, where I went, here's the thing. February of 2012, joined the fandom, got no idea who's who. All I know is this guy named Bobo online, and then like, I said, uh, I'm thinking of going to this event called Art Jam on February. So I it, it sounds fun. So I said, hey, I'm interested in going, but I don't have a place to stay. And Aaron down here invited me in to stay with him. And out of nowhere, I said, hey, let's go. Pick me up, stay this place. And from that point on, like, okay, this is fun. But something good. I don't know idea who he is. I don't know how he looks. I'm staying in a stranger's house. It's not the same here. I'm staying with you. In case you all don't know, Norman here is actually from Johor Bahru. Not a old boy. He came all the way up to this. And uh, that is something that is very commendable with a lot of people here. Uh, Winston is from... Kappa? No, sorry, sorry, sorry. Kappa! Kappa, yes, Kappa. Sorry, my geography is failed. I think we're in Langkawi, Sarawak. We've got Ronson over there and he came from Penang. All the way to Alsa, I can't remember, I don't And uh, this dude came from Bombay as well. And then we people from Singapore. Yes, yeah, people from Singapore as well. Yeah, uh, where did Singapore came all the way? Still, it's one of those situations where if we really want to, we really, really want it, we go for it, even if it sounds dangerous. I mean, uh, that is good, right? The complete story of, uh, not the complete story, like the story that we wrote on, uh, on what? Complete? No, no, no. The story on the Fashion Express website about how we came up with the event, and it says there uh, three words, it's Harding Bacteria. And uh, it is truly Harding Bacteria. This convention is the result of the three failed conventions that were attempts to hold this. Three failed uh, tries at doing this. But the thing, the thing that um, people like me and my friends here pulled through is that we said, what is it worth, is it worth one more shot? And why not? Give it one more shot. One more shot. Okay? One more shot. And it's, it's that spirit that helps us not give up. And today, we're really, really happy to see so many people. That's really happening. Yep, yep.
And I, I was like, wow. In fact, the first person I thought of was Gordon because, you know, for lack of a better word, it takes balls to ask things like that. It takes balls to go out and ask people, yeah, I would like to interview you. I mean, I work full time in the news industry. I know how hard it is to get an interview. In fact, I'm just, I, I, I just started the news industry a few months back. But I have had friends who have been pushed, shoved, smacked in the face and kicked out of the vet hall because they're journalists. And uh, because of that, you know, it made me realize it, takes, it really takes balls to ask like that. And that's the kind of spirit that brings me to where you are now. To the, to the, the whole thing is just us. There is no harm in just asking. Uh, you didn't ask the restaurant to run or even going out. He didn't reply, but still, he did ask. If they say yes, then what happened? It's it just my new thing of what if they say yes? Then things would have been, you know, things would have been crazy. I mean, even for events like this, we all know Vince and Tom will be on set tomorrow with us. The little children will be on set tomorrow with us. Now, yeah, okay, we'll be very honest. Vince and Tom actually asked us to the other way around. <laughs> now, that's when we got shocked. We didn't send the first email at all. Vince and Tom actually asked us whether he could be at our convention. And he said, we would love to have you here, but we had to look at the bit. And unfortunately, we couldn't afford that day. And at the first year convention, it would have been triple, quadruple the budget of this entire event just to bring you here for two days. So because of that, we said no. And then came another surprise email. He said, how about Skype? How about Skype? You want Skype for anything? Yes, you do. How about Skype? And he said, you think about it? No, he didn't. <laughs> And then we had our talk on the campaign, and we hit go, and that's what we're doing tomorrow, we're going to have him on. So, um, for the rest of it, like, Tumpto, we asked him, previous conventions at Catholic University, Gaza, and uh, all of those, we talked to some of their voice actresses, the voice actors and their representatives. Some are friendly, some are not, some are divas, some are a bit more, uh, you know, used to real life and stuff. So, there are a wide variety of them. It takes a lot of blood to talk to these people, but you do it. And even if that email comes back with a king, you'll be happy that we actually know this too. Well, let's see that too. We try to get it just for at least 158 episodes. Sometimes, doesn't that too? I invite people on. They will reply. What do you What do you do when you don't forget? Calls me when I'm in the car and I'm like, I'm the gold, I'm the gold, I'm the gold, and I'm like, I'm the gold, I'm the gold, and I'm like, I'm the gold, 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 I'm I, I, I had to uh, cut that a bit because it's not just me. Huh? It's not just me. We have a team. Chia, Neil, Eric, our awesome volunteers today. All of these people made this event a success. You know, it's not, I can't bear it. It's not me. It's not just me. 
I know it was my idea, it was my idea, and it was, um, you know, it went through me quite a bit, and I, I, rep- I still have the face of the event, but, you know, it's not just me. We, we put together a lot of collaborative efforts. It's true, it's true, it's true, it's true, but in the end, in the end of the day, you're the face. Yeah, but, uh, well, I really I mean, mentioned that I have a face, too. I'm not very pretty face, but I have a But, because of that, you know, the real pleasure we get from this, we're not earning money from this, you know, just, just walking for free. We don't even get money from the parking machine. Yeah, I know the parking rate is good, it's one hundred ten cents per hour, so for that point. But seriously, the parking machine is a bit weird here. Uh, but, you know, we're not here to earn money, we're not here to get a profit. And we do, and we by any chance do get a profit, we'll definitely do it again. Uh, but the thing is, that's not our priority. That's not what we came here to do. We don't care. We didn't come here and suck your guy or something. We know how much is a bit expensive. But um, we do a lot of things ourselves. The posters are printed by uh, uh, Even the t-shirts. T-shirts you see this. I was up to five years last night printing this. Because we invested in a t-shirt printer to get these things done ourselves. So, I was up late last night to chime, 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 chime. And then you have more days to build. Oh, yeah. And uh, I had to hear that people like the design. Yeah, yeah. So, but it took like five people to help us put up that picture on last night because, you know, the determination that people have is fantastic. It's not like we decided to get, okay, this is not working, forget it. <laughs> I mean, even if we do something, we keep to the end. We don't give up after we just back in. I don't think, there, there is, there's always an end to things. Nothing lasts forever. But, you know, it's certainly it's something that best for that day is the part of that. I think they're rolling around the stream. Yeah, we have a good And this is the trademark of the NBA, so we'll do this all week long. So, any questions from you guys first? We need more questions right now. We are just looking questions. If not, then, uh, nothing? If not, then, uh, nothing? Uh, nothing? Uh, nothing? Uh, nothing? Uh, nothing? Uh, nothing? I have not watched it and I am allergic to spoilers. So Norman, go ahead. For this year then, I'm following you. Really? For yeah. what? You're not watching the spoilers? Yeah, wait, wait, wait. Excuse me. The human part has been a year to wait. It has been almost, no, it has been over a year. So, for me to go and say, hey, I want to spoilers, I mean, I've been trying it's going to come out on April 4th, but like, uh, I don't care, I mean, it's not a date, so I just want to see everything with spoilers. And, yeah... The thing is, I, I really don't like spoilers because for MLT, the one thing that really got me was the element of surprise that I was watching the picture and actually liking it. Yeah, so, the very thing about spoilers is, I watch with minimal spoilers, close to zero. In fact, I would even prefer if I don't know the episode title. Okay. Down to that level of, of trying to avoid spoilers, because... I have seen a bit because people share things on Facebook that I have to see, <laughs> you know? Because I share a lot of things on Facebook that I thought some people stood. <laughs> but then, uh, because I happen to see some of these, I don't like it, but sometimes I can put up with it. But the thing is that when it comes to this part of this show, I like to go in completely clear, I don't know what's going to happen, I don't know what's coming up. And often if it's downloaded, there are some times when I just have to double check things, and I love the beauty of going through that. That probably that same scene would have been in the trailer, but in the episode, if I double take this, you confirm, wow, that's actually how good it was. Mm-hmm. Trailer is always going to be the best of an episode. So when you, even movie trailers, it's a distillation of a movie. 
So when you take the best of the movie out and you just watch the movie with all the stuff, it doesn't become fun for me anymore. Very true, true.
He's not like copyright, he works in a board team, and it's a lot of legal stuff, it's very complicated, and the worst part about it is it differs between different countries. So if you notice, seen and disputes have been happening mostly in America, in countries where the, where the copyright and trademark laws align and are quite similar. But there are countries which are very liberal with their, with their intellectual property, and there are gray zones that cannot be touched, such as fighting with magic, with the edition. The developers are anonymous, I know who they are, but they are anonymous to the public. So, Hanson doesn't know where to find these people. And that's the thing, you cannot, you can't, you can't destroy what you can't see. Therefore, that's the thing that works around it. Here's the thing you're doing in projects like that. If you're creating a very popular game, so if I think it's magic, the thing is, don't hype it up at all. Just make it and finish it and release it. If Hasbro wants to chase it down, too bad, it's already done for it. And again, it's about it. Like, okay, you ask us to stop, we stop. But it's already done for it. It's already everywhere. So with fighting this magic, they got too big because they got promoted at Evo. And people know about it. People knew who they are, who they work, what they were doing, and haters complain. Hesto, Hesto doesn't want to do this. They see this as free publicity. They think this is awesome. People are looking at our brand and looking at things like, and seeing people like that or maybe somebody else think that, hey, maybe they will buy the toys. Or will you do it by the episode? Because it's free advertising. But if someone sends them a letter, a registered letter, and they receive it, they are required by the law of it. They're not required by law. But if they fail to observe it, they stand to lose what they created. And if they do, um, Hasbro, we all know, will never give up their performance. Right? Never. They held the intellectual property for 30 years. Founded in 1982, celebrating the third anniversary of the 12th, and the 30th anniversary of the 12th, they held on to the first part. No, very, very, very Only on the same property that brought them so much money. They bought it on Body Factory and. So even G3, G2, they make them a lot of money. Then in the water, there's no more, there's no way to, for it to grow. Look at what come out of it. The developers of the game, Fighting and Magic, have developed a new game called Pose, I think. It's a correlated fighting game with characters that are Pekas or even Lamas and whatnot. Yeah. And Lauren House is helping them with the design. So you have that. I don't, the burning asset of some one project, you get another. That's the product. And so uh, with that, uh, thank you very much. I know we, we talked for a long time. Yeah, we talked for a really long time. But thank you very much for listening. We're going to wrap up the MBS show panel for the evening. Thank you very much, Norman, for coming all the way. So, uh, my pleasure is me. I am very swag. And you started the show as well. I, I really had the pleasure of giving you the stage today because it deserves, it deserves the attention and the place that, you know, you need a place to shine. And that's what it's